Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. God, the cause for our attention this morning comes to us from the Gospel reading, Matthew chapter 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. So far our text. The one thing we know in this life for certain is that we know what mourning is like. We have the eight empty chairs up here reminding us of families who are missing loved ones, friends who are gone, those we won't see this side of heaven again. And we see this over and over again. Even as since all of this was set up, we have the loss of our brother Al as well. That it never stops. And many of us believe that the morning will never stop. But Jesus gives us the promise that those who mourn will be comforted. And so we strive to get after that mourning and that comfort and pass over the mourning. We think of times where we have communal mourning, whether it's the as a congregation or as a nation, as Egypt mourned for 70 days over the death of Jacob. Israel mourned in the plains of Moab for 30 days over Moses. I looked and I looked and I looked throughout all of the history. Okay, not all of the history of the U.S., but the only time I can remember an executive order being issued giving an extended period of mourning was John Quincy Adams in 1826 ordering the army into mourning for six months in honor of Thomas Jefferson and his father, John Adams. Otherwise, we get the flags flown at half-mast or we get days of mourning announced for presidents who have died or so on. Used to be, we had a long time of mourning. Now it's like we get from the deathbed to the funeral and everything's got to be done. We can't mourn anymore. Because by nature we are so scared. Not even sometimes of death, but of the loss that comes with death. We strive to find that comfort. And we find it here, in this place. Because it is here that we see that comfort given to us over and over again. Because it's right there in front of us. That comfort for those who mourn is Jesus dead on the cross. Because we know that's not the end of the story. We know He was taken down from the cross. He was put into the tomb. But then He raised Himself from the dead. The comfort knowing that death is not the end. It feels like it sometimes. It feels like we may never find that peace of comfort. But the kids this morning said it just perfectly. So shall our song of triumph ever be. Praise to the crucified for victory. Because it is in His crucifixion, His death and resurrection, that the promise of our resurrection comes in. The promise that we hear in the prayers at every funeral service. 
of the joyful reunion of those who have gone before us, with us, in heaven. Because that comfort, that cross shows us that not only will we be raised from the dead, but that heaven's gates are opened for all who believe in Him. For all who trust in His love and His mercy and His grace. Knowing that that promise, although we don't see it now, will be kept. Because that is the one promise left to be kept. As Paul writes to the Corinthians in his great chapter on the resurrection, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. And that will happen on the last day when He comes to usher in not just a great life, but to usher in the day that never ends. The life that never ends with no pain, no suffering, no sorrow, no toil, but nothing but pure joy. As we sang in This is the Feast, as we'll sing again over and over again through the hymns, in communion this morning. There is a comfort for all who mourn. Jesus, dead, buried, but raised again from the dead. So that you and I also may die. We may lose loved ones. We may mourn. But we find comfort in the fact that we will be raised again. And that we will have that happy reunion in heaven. Amen.